The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. To reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. Here's the thing. Information is power. Information is money. Literally, the currency of today's world of of entrepreneurship is information. And if you could bring all of the your the information about your business into one dashboard this is incredibly valuable netsuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting financial management inventory hr into one platform and one source of the truth about your business with netsuite you reduce it costs because netsuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. This is so valuable. You just hit a button and you can see all the information about your business instead of having to like call five different departments and get all these emails and put it all together and make sense of it. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. For this episode, can we change the podcast music to open this up to a song that we make on S-U-N-O? I think we could. Yeah, check it. It's the James Achuka Show. Listen up now. The realest podcast in the game. No joke, no doubt. He got the guest and knowledge. He's spitting fire. Dropping gems. Making moves. Taking it higher. This is the Achuka Chronicles. Something that you real swift. Getting deep into the minds of the ones who uplift. From entrepreneurs to comics. He got the liveliest crew. Listen up. Tune in. Cause he bringing it through. Today on the James Altucher Show. Okay, I admit it. I love a good TV show. I love watching Netflix, sometimes for six, seven straight hours at a time. I love scrolling on Instagram and, dare I say it, even TikTok. I love all sorts of stupid videos on YouTube. Uh, Well, why don't I tell you a couple of things that I love. These are a few of my favorite things. And I think you should check these things out. I'm going to include my favorite, my current favorite AI websites that I like to play with, my favorite Instagram accounts, my favorite Kung Fu movie, my favorite Twitter account to follow, my favorite recent books that I've read, and uh, also my favorite 
American president or vice president. It depends. So, uh, Jay, do you have a favorite Instagram account? Oh yeah, like uh, one that you always look for. Yes, uh, I was just watching. I was just watching it. Uh, it's called. I think it's called Cos and Mayer. It's a. It's this two. It's this couple dancing. It's amazing, and their dance move is great. Cost and Mayor, C O S T. Like there would never be a TV show that's just some like rare. Like if you pitched, like if you went into a, a Hollywood studio, and believe me, I've been in all of them pitching shows. And you said, you know, I just want to do a show with me and my wife doing like really bad dancing. They would say, are, are, what? What are you? Who set up this meeting? Um, I wait. I just searched Cuss and Meyer. Cuss and is like the the alphabet N. So Cuss underscore N underscore. Mayor M A Y O R. Their dance is amazing. Like I, I, I found them during the lockdown. You know, like everyone's like do all this stupid dance move, but their dance is actually amazing. I think they were dance choreographer or from uh, musical theater. Okay, hold on, hold on. Cost and Meyer. Okay, I see it. Two million followers. Yeah, they just hit two see, million so, followers. So like more people watch this couple than watch basically any TV show on the planet right now, except for like the Super Bowl. Right. So let's see. Yeah. And do they have music? They have music. To? Yeah. The the one the, the my favorite one was they were doing the crazy fog. A uh, frog, crazy frog. Oh yeah, they're fun. This is good. It is great. Yeah, it's like every time I'm disappointed or I'm I'm frustrated, I just watch them. Wait, when are you ever disappointed or frustrated? You know, when I, when I don't show up for a podcast. You know, like James, you're like half an hour late. No, 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 no. Uh, sometimes you know, sometimes when my dog doesn't do. Things I want, or sometimes things that don't pan out that I want to. Sometimes I just look at myself. I'm like, why am I not Italian? You know, I was disappointed that I'm not Italian. No, I'm just joking. But, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'll show you a couple of Instagram accounts. I really like this one. This this girl who's like a neuroscientist always gives really great neuroscience advice about improving your life. Like she has, um, how to boost your dopamine. Are you addicted to your phone? Tips for deep sleep. Get high on your own biology. So I was just looking at one. So so if you Google, yeah, Emily McDonald, and the Instagram account is M on the brain. So E M O N T H E B R A I N. M on the brain. All one word though. And like here's uh, five natural ways to boost dopamine. Here are five ways to boost dopamine naturally. Number one is kind of a mind game and it's to decide to do things rather than telling yourself you have to do things. And this is because we actually get more dopamine when we do something as a choice versus when we do something because we have to do it. And all it takes is a little mental reframing. The second way to boost dopamine naturally is exercise. Exercise also increases the production of endocannabinoids, which are molecules made by the body that bind to the same receptor as cannabis. To boost dopamine is to actually reduce light exposure between the hours of 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. And this is because light exposure during that time activates a pro-depressive pathway in the brain that reduces the activity of dopamine. Number four is novelty. Trying something new or going somewhere new is a great way to boost dopamine. And tip number five is humor. Humor increases dopamine, so watching something funny or talking to a funny friend is a great way to get dopamine. And then Cody Sanchez, who's recently been on this podcast, she really has a great Instagram account. It's Cody Sanchez. Her name's C-O-D-I-E-S-A-N-C-H-E-Z. Cody Sanchez. And it's an account all with business advice. And I have to say, she's got really great business advice on every single post. 
Fail you pay once, regret lasts a lifetime. There's a quote that I love, which is, a coward dies a thousand deaths, but a hero can die only one. It's the same thing in our lives. Everybody's concerned about failing at that big thing. And what if other people know? But the truth of it is, you have to look yourself in the mirror every single day, remembering all the times you just didn't take the swing at all. Would you rather be the coward, dying a thousand deaths by paper cut, or be the hero? And he only can die once. And she got great personality too. Yeah, yeah, she's re she really does a good job. So those are two Instagram accounts. But I like I like all the like on TikTok. I like all magician accounts or kids doing parkour. There's like superheroes on TikTok. So next time we do this, I'll have some of those that I really like. But right. that's my favorite two Instagram accounts at the moment. Do you learn and anything then, from the M on the brain at all? You excuse do? me. Do you usually learn something every time you? Yeah, look every at single time. Real. Ah, yeah, cool. Every single time, and she's she's like a like Andrew Huberman, but she's prettier than Andrew Huberman, and maybe she's even got better neuroscience tips than Andrew Huberman. Andrew Huberman's been on this podcast several. Uh, now, also favorite, my favorite YouTube mashup. What I what I really love is, I love when people take two groups that separately I love, like two musical groups that separately I love, and then they mash them together. And so there's this one I've just been obsessively listening to. Like, if you like either Led Zeppelin or the Wu-Tang Clan, this guy, Curious George, his YouTube account is Curious George, and he only has like 9,000 subscribers. And he did this great mashup called the Wu-Tang Zeppelin. And it's like, it's it, every song is great on this mashup. It's like a perfect mashup of Wu, the Wu-Tang Clan and Led Zeppelin. Let me see what other mashups he's done. He has a tribe called West, which is Kanye West mashed up with a tribe called Quest. He has Dr. Doom. It's a mashup between MF Doom and Dr. Dre. So he does, I guess, a lot of rap stuff. But I like this kind of classic rock mash. Uh, the Wu-Tang Clan is really good. So I like mashups. That's my YouTube of the of the day. I have many other favorite YouTube channels, but we'll just go with that one. You know what's my favorite YouTube channel? What's that? The James Aldrich Show. The James Aldrich Show YouTube channel. It's a fantastic yes. YouTube channel. I, I don't like it that much because I've already seen them all. I was there. So I get bored, but uh, watching myself again. I don't like to watch myself on YouTube. Oh, okay. My AI website. Like I have a different favorite website every day. So you could ask me every day and I have a different favorite one. Check this web website out. It's really great. Go to, have you tried this one, Jay? S-U-N-O.ai. Yeah, I use it to write my podcast music. Yeah, for, for this episode, can we change the podcast music to open this up to a song that we make on S-U-N-O? I think we could, but I wonder if that's any copyright that we have Who to cares? worry about. Who cares? What are they going to do, sue us? They probably have to sue sue. I'll first. sue them back. Well, counter sue. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. I'm suing you. What, they, they're stealing anyway. All this AI stuff is like stolen content of stolen content. Exactly. Just like what Sarah Silverman has said. Yeah, what, what did she say? She said like, we shouldn't be able to use anything on the internet to train the AI because, you know, that it's stealing. No, I mean, I get it that she's a content creator and so she's feeling very 
she's feeling the ownership of her content. She doesn't want like AI just to have it for free and nobody will know it was her content originally. But A, when an AI creates something, it's using so many micro pieces of content from all over the place. And it's being original too, by combining them together in original ways. It's really hard to trace where some content is coming from. And B, just be confident in yourself that if you have great content, it's still going to rise above the ad nauseum of AI. But that said, go to suno.ai, suno, not sumo, but suno.ai, and or go to the YouTube channel, and we'll have all the links to these things in the in the show notes. But go to suno.ai, and you can basically write a song description, like I wrote a, an aggressive gangster rap song about James Aldrich being the king of podcasts. And it came up with the song title. And then it has a human playing the song. We'll play you a clip in a second. It has like the Altucher Empire or the podcast flow or flowing with Altucher or uh, podcast king. So it's it's fun. I'll play one right now. It's time to pay respect to the king of podcasts. James Altucher, the vet. He's got the mind. He's got the flow. Dropping knowledge bombs everywhere he goes. Podcast King taking over the scene, staying truth and wisdom in your dream. No topic too tough, no guess too big. James Artucher, he's the real Podcast King. I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month, I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice. Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, I always realize, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting and, and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an e- it can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. I wonder, did he really say that? Jay, did he really say that? Can you look that up? Regardless of who said it, that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. And listen, I've interviewed 1,500 people now and a lot of entrepreneurs I can safely say the one thing consistent among all entrepreneurs and CEOs, the the successful ones, is that it's all about the people you surround yourself. You if you hire well, you're going to have a great business. And you know, thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. This is so important and I I want you to try it. You could try it as a potential employer or employee. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. 
ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I will tell you that I signed up on ZipRecruiter as a potential employee. You know, I just wanted to see how it works. And right away, it started matching me with really amazing potential employers. So give it a try at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash James to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Comedian. Okay, I highly recommend people Google on YouTube Greer Barnes. First off, I have a lot of favorite comedians. It's nonstop. I could give you, I could do a whole podcast about my top 100 favorite comedians. But Google Greer Barnes and uh, Google Greer Barnes imagines the day black people leave Earth and subscribe to Greer Barnes' YouTube channel. He is just nonstop, like a high-quality comedian. Unfortunately, nobody really knows. Not that many people have heard of the guy, and he's one of the best comedians out there. And I don't say that part lightly. Favorite Twitter account. Well, the Twitter account of one of our recent podcast guests, Brian Rommel, R-O-E-M-M-E-L-E. He always has this weird, quirky stuff. Like here's one, the brain goes through 12 phases of development and he describes the different phases. Or here's another one. She Here's a story, a picture of Ella Fitzgerald and Marilyn Monroe and how Ella Fitzgerald was not allowed to perform in Hollywood's most popular nightclub, the Mocambo. Marilyn Monroe called the owner, explained that if he booked Ella, she would be there every night, which guaranteed uh, huge press coverage. So he did book Ella, and that totally made Ella's career a huge success, put her over the top. And here's another one. He quotes an article, less than half of Americans are very satisfied with their own lives. Oh, here's a great one. He has these drawings, like it's the first human drawings on in caves, and they're from 37,000 years ago, and they're drawings of animals. So did you know that humans were already putting cave drawings on 37,000 years ago? He has a bunch of stuff about the Vision Pro. NASA tracks the brightest cosmic event ever recorded. Here's one. Uh, he has a thing about 1983 and the release commercial for the Sony Super Walkman, a cassette player the size of a cassette case. Boy, that looks cool. If it only it could play more than nine songs, it would be like an iPod. James, do you remember that there was once like the CD player? They called it the CD Walkman was a thing. Like everyone has that one round thing by the pocket and they will wear like a headset. They're like, oh, I'm like from the outer space look at me so cool and futuristic well first of all not only did they remember that but i remember the 1983 walkman that he's referring to so i go way way back i'm practically as old as these guys who wrote on these cave walls 37,000 years ago oh here's one that brian has early dementia warning thinking thinning of this brain region may signal risk up to 10 years before symptoms i better get my brain checked out here's a map of Apple's product revenue from 2007. So basically, it shows the iPhone in 2007 was almost nothing, and the big thing was the iMac. And then gradually, the iPhone became the biggest. Is two, the iPhone alone is $200 billion in revenues now. 
All right, so that's my favorite Twitter account. I have lots of favorite Twitter accounts, but I'm going to stick with Brian for now. And let's see, favorite books. Well, I've talked a lot about the collection of short stories, Jesus' Son by Dennis Johnson, best collection of short stories ever. But I have to say, I really, and by the way, I'm just, I'm not mentioning any books by ex-podcast guests on purpose. They're all great, and I loved all of them. But this guy I never got as a podcast guest, and he recently died. Mahali, and I can never say his name, Sishan Mahali something. He's the author of the book Flow, and he came up with the whole concept of flow, which is when you're really passionate about something, and you love working on something, so you work on it in this state of flow, and you barely can remember the time. It happens so fast. But he also wrote, most people don't know, he wrote a book called Flow that a lot of people know about, but he also wrote a book called Creativity, The Psychology of Discovery and Invention. And I have to say, this is the best book on creativity I've ever read. And I'm trying to think why I bookmarked this one page months ago when I read this. I don't know what I was specifically bookmarking, but he says, to overcome the pain of existence, one must be honest oneself, one must be honest with oneself, acknowledging one's faults and weaknesses. Like a surgeon, one must be willing to cut deeply into the festering sores of the psyche. Otherwise, too much energy is absorbed in denial or in ruminating over disappointments. And so the, the point there is, and I see this in a lot of good creators, is that really don't be afraid to tell the story of your worst, most vulnerable moments, because that's truly a universal vein that you tap into and everyone appreciates that kind of creativity when you're really willing to to spill your blood on on the page or the canvas or whatever and i find that this book which is like 300 or so pages is just filled with incredible advice about creativity and and if you want to be an artist or an actor or a writer or a clown or a magician by the way i love books about clowns too most people don't realize clowns are more than just what you see in the circus. There's a whole like science and philosophy about clowns. I wanted to be a clown when I was growing up. Really? Because of the yeah. circus or? It's because it just makes people laugh. You know, one time I did a clown routine as kind of a, a part of my stand-up act, but nobody liked it. I, uh, you know how people play the air guitar? Well, uh -huh. I play, I played the air piano. So I put on the song Great, Great Balls of Fire by <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. And it actually has some like weird piano motion in it. Like it's interesting to watch, but I play, I played the air piano and the only one in the audience who laughed was Kamal Ravikant, who's been on this right. podcast many times. And he, you know he laughed. Could, mm -hmm. You know why it fell? Because you're not drunk enough. No, if, if I was drunk, I would not have been able to do it because it was actually pretty complicated to do. Like I practiced it for about a month before I performed it because there's like all, I don't know how to describe it. You're, there's a lot of flourish in, in, on the piano in the song. So I was very much exact, and you had to know like the exact second to like do different things with your hand. So it was like hard to do that bit. Uh, so I practiced for a month to do like a two minute bit. But everyone in the audience was just like staring at me at the end, like, what the hell did you just do? But Kamal was cracking up. So all credit to Kamal on that one. Yeah, we love Kamal. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Now, Jay, what's your favorite kung fu movie? Because I've re- recently yes. got into kung fu movies. Oh my god, I have so much to talk about. Because kung fu movie was like, right, just great. calm down a little bit. Just give me your favorite. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna start from like very very early days, right? Uh, this yeah. is like 1970 some 1978. One of my favorite was Drunken Master, starring Jackie Chan. That was 1978. Yep, 1978. Well, okay, I was looking last night for a Jet Li movie. What Jet Li movie should I watch? Oh, yeah, the Once Upon China, I think it's called. Once Upon a Time in China? Yep, Once Upon a Time in China. Got yeah. it. Because that the main guy that he played, the character is like a famous Chinese Kung Fu master in China. Uh, growing up, practicing martial arts. So like Wong Fei Hong, it's like one of the, the biggest, like sort of like a Kung Fu master figure in Chinese martial arts. All right, I'll watch that. Once I'll watch that tonight. So my favorite, and I didn't want to like this one. I've seen it advertised forever. I've seen people talking about it forever. I didn't think I would like it. It looked like just some dumb kung fu movie. But I watched the first one, and then the next day I watched the next three movies. It was so great, and I've been watching clips of it ever since. And it's called Ip Man. It's spelled I-P space man, M-A-N. Ip Man. And and then there's It Man one two three and then It Man four the finale, and they are all great. Each one is better than the one before it, and it stars this guy Donnie Yen, and he plays this role. So it's based on the story of the real It Man, who was the teacher of Bruce Lee in the martial art called Wing Chun. And Wing Chun, if you don't know, is the one martial art. Do you know this? Wing Chun is the one martial art. That is not allowed in in MMA or Ultimate Fighting or anything like that, because because Wing Chun will kill you. Like the purpose of Wing Chun, it was started. I didn't know this. It was started by women because they're smaller than often their male attackers, and so they can't really fight them like a boxer. They have to basically know the exact points how to kill people, and that's how Wing Chun developed was to protect women. But this guy, uh, Ip Man was a a grandmaster of Wing Chun. And it goes back to all the way to the 1930s China and then when it's occupied by Japan. But then the It Man, you know, then the It Man finale is all the way in San Francisco when It Man goes to visit Bruce Lee. And Donnie Yen, the actor who plays him, plays with such nobility and integrity. Like you really admire this guy, his discipline, his personality, his honesty the way people look up to him, the way he respects and treats other people. What did you like about it, man? Well, just, just the choreography of the fight, because that's what all, uh, I'm, you know, all I'm about, right? I can't really relate to China and Japan, you know, all the war and stuff, but just Donnie and just the, the fight and choreography is just so beautiful. You don't get it anymore in all the Western movie anymore. That's why the modern Kung Fu movie, like the Western one, looks kind of like, Still, like a lot of cuts, you know, camera flying everywhere. You can't really see anything clearly. But with like Yip Man, like the choreograph of the, the Kung Fu and the martial arts 
you can see everything clearly, and clearly everyone in the movie knows some sort of martial arts. Right, exactly. That's the whole point, is that in some martial arts movies, you could tell the main actor has no clue what's happening. And that's why there's a lot of cuts and, and, and also, but like Donnie Yen, he's like a master of many different martial arts. And you could tell, like when I read a little bit more about Wing Chun and what it is, you could tell he is very deeply into Wing Chun, the way he, you know, kind of, he attacks the knees, he attacks the eyes. He does all these Wing Chun moves and, and someone explained to me like why he holds his hands the way he does in Wing Chun and how he uses the elbow to defend. Like the elbow apparently is the most, you know, strongest part of your body pretty much. And it's just, just fascinating stuff. Great stories based on a true guy. I don't know if the stories are based on true stories, but it's based on a true guy. And Donnie Yen, if people don't know, he play, he was in Rogue One. He was like the blind guy who had the force in Rogue One. But you could tell he's a good actor because I'm, I haven't seen another Donnie Yen movie that is like the role he played in Ip Man. Like Ip Man was not his personality. It's, he has a different personality. Like Ip Man's very serious too. He was in John Wick 4. Oh, I, I, I don't like the John Wick movies. And I know people disagree with me that I, I watched the first one and I didn't, I thought it was a little boring. But Donnie Yen was also in Iron Monkey, which was previously, I didn't know he was an Iron Monkey. And that was in previously my favorite Kung Fu movie. That was a long time ago, isn't it? Like 1993. Yeah. 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 But Quentin Tarantino brought it to the US. Ip Man, check out those movies. Thank me later. Okay. Favorite, my favorite. AI website. Oh, I did that one. Oh, but you know what? Since I said it, I'm going to give you another one. You'll love this other one. Go to Pixelate. Oh, wait, not found. I must have spelled it wrong. Hold on. I'm just going to Google Pixelate and have it take me. Yeah. Uh, no, it didn't take Because uh, I use Bing. Uh, okay, man, favorite Bing. browser, not Bing. Yeah, anything but Bing. Why is Bing my default browser? I have Google Chrome. Okay, Pixite. Dot AI, P I X I T E dot AI. You can log in for free. And I typed in make a t shirt about James Altucher playing chess. And it made this great t shirt, mostly about chess, not so much about me. And then it lets you sell them right away. So I think it's a genius idea. So check it out. It's my second favorite AI website of the day. First was Suno, S U N O. And check out P I X I T E. No, sorry. P-I-X-I-T-E dot A-I. Make a t-shirt. Let us know on Twitter and we'll all buy your t-shirt. So tag me or, or refer to me at Jay Altucher so I can find it and I will buy your t-shirt. Even if there's 20,000 t-shirts that are made. So uh, that's pretty much my favorite things. I was going to say about my favorite politician ever, but I'll save that for next time. We'll do more. If you like, if you like hearing about my favorite things, and you like some of these recommendations, just tweet at me that you told me you like this. Subscribe to this podcast, and I will definitely do this again. I have so much more that I love sharing. You know what? You might as well talk about the things that you love and the things that you're fascinated about. So these things fascinate me. I'm impressed with all the creativity of every site, person, book, comedian, whatever that I mentioned, and I hope you'll be as excited as I am as well. Yeah, and you know, if you have any recommendations, tweet at us, right? So we can check them out. Oh yeah, tweet us your favorite AI websites, your favorite Instagram accounts, your favorite Twitter accounts, and whatever you want. Your favorite whatever. Favorite sitcoms. Okay, favorite yeah. sitcom right now for me, other than Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is just beyond, but Dave, 
and Atlanta. AT, you know, Atlanta, you know how to spell Dave, you know how to spell. Trust me, watch the two seasons of Dave. It's really super funny. So, right. Jay, what's your favorite sitcom? Tell me your favorite sitcom. I got to say Seinfeld, but that's not on up there anymore. Did you just sin? <laughs> I know, I know. Did you just commit a sin? Okay, is Big Bang Theory considered a sitcom? Well, no, Silicon Valley. Okay, I'll go along with Silicon Valley. I, it's not my absolute favorite, but it's very funny. The problem with Big Bang Theory is that it's a broadcast show, so there's a, you know it really has a lot of censors and ads and all that kind of stuff. Also, but who recently talked about the Big Bang Theory? We had Mike Massimino. Yeah, Mike Massimino. Yeah, he wrote about how the Big Bang Theory started, and I for, I forgot why he wrote about that, but it was very interesting. Read it. Read his book, Moonshots. Yep. Yeah, he was in there. Oh yeah, he was there. he was on the show a couple times. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I remember. It was so young. He was so young then. All right, Jay. Thanks so much. And remember, everybody right. else, send me recommendations at Jay Altucher on Twitter, or or tell me your, the send me the link to your T-shirt, and I'll buy it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Jay. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.